Let's talk about inspecting the building exterior. The exterior of a home is slowly deteriorating and aging. The sun, wind, rain, and temperatures are constantly affecting it. And a home inspector's job is to check the building's exterior for its condition and weather tightness. So check the condition of all exterior materials and look for developing patterns of damage and deterioration. In hurricane regions, it's important to examine the screen and jalousie enclosures, the carports, the awnings, canopies, and porch roofs, and the roof overhangs to determine their condition and the stability of their fastenings. Then examine the following four critical areas of the exterior to determine their condition and strength. Roofs, windows, doors, and garage doors. In locations where wildfires can occur, some jurisdictions have restrictions on the use of flammable exterior materials. Check the local building official or fire marshal, or both, for detailed information. Foundation walls and piers. It's fairly easy to walk around a house and simply check the exterior of the foundation and structural supports. Foundation walls and piers in residential buildings are usually made of masonry and should be monitored for cracking, deterioration, moisture intrusion, and structural adequacy. Annual inspections are recommended as part of a regular home maintenance plan. A home inspector can check the structural integrity of a home, including wooden posts, wooden columns, concrete foundations, and piers. Exterior wall covering. Exterior walls above the foundation may be covered with a variety of materials, including wood siding, aluminum, vinyl, asbestos cement shingles, plywood, stucco, brick, and stone masonry or exterior insulation and finish systems. Exterior wooden components. Periodically, a homeowner should look at all painted surfaces for peeling, blistering, and checking. Paint-related problems may be due to vapor pressure beneath the paint, improper paint application, or excessive paint buildup. Corrective measures for these problems could vary from the installation of moisture events to complete paint removal. Mildew stains on painted surfaces do not hurt the wood and could be cleaned with a mildew remover. All wood elements should be checked for fungal and insect infestation at exposed horizontal surfaces and exterior corner joints. Clearance. Check the distance between the bottom of wood elements and the grade. In locations that have little or no snow, the distance should be no less than eight inches. In locations with significant lasting snow, the bottom of wood elements should be no less than eight in inches above the average snow depth. And a homeowner should never pile up against the house wall landscaping materials such as wood chips and mulch. Aluminum and vinyl siding. Aluminum and vinyl siding are low maintenance materials. When you're outside, you can easily look around and check the siding, check for loose, bent, cracked, or broken pieces. Seasonally, homeowners should inspect all caulked joints, particularly around windows and doors. Many communities require aluminum siding to be electrically grounded. The local home inspector may confirm proper grounding. Asbestos cement shingles. Asbestos is a hazardous material. Asbestos is no longer used in building materials. Do not cut or sand asbestos siding. Dust containing asbestos fibers can be inhaled. 
Asbestos siding can be replaced with modern and safer siding materials. Asbestos siding can be completely removed or covered over. Like aluminum and vinyl siding, asbestos cement shingles may cover decayed or insect-infested wood. Check for loose, cracked, or broken pieces. Check around all window and door trim for signs of deterioration. Stucco. Check stucco for cracks, crumbling sections, and areas for potential water intrusion. Old and weathered cracks may be caused by the material's initial shrinkage or by earlier building settlement. New, sharp cracks may indicate movement behind the walls that should be investigated by a qualified professional. Stucco can be cleaned. It can also be painted. Brick and stone veneers. Home inspectors should inspect veneers for cracking, mortar deterioration, and spalling. Eaves, or exterior insulation finish system. It's generally consisting of the following product layers moving outward. The insulation board, mesh, and base coat layer, finish coat, and sealant and flashing. Eaves was originally designed as a non-draining water and moisture barrier system. A drainage type Eaves that allows water and moisture to penetrate the surface and then drain away has been developed more recently. Most existing Eaves in residential applications is installed over wood framing and is of the non-draining type. Water leakage and consequent rotting of the wood framing have become serious problems in many installations, especially at wall openings, such as windows and doors, where inadequate flashing detail can allow water seepage into the wall interior. Manufacturers of EFs differ in their installation methods. Inspecting EFs is difficult because it's a proprietary product and there are no standard construction details that everyone agrees on. Consult a trained stucco inspector to check for concealed water, moisture, intrusion, and damage. Insulation. Exterior walls of older homes may contain little or no thermal insulation. A home inspector may examine behind the siding when possible to determine the presence of insulation, if any, and assess the potential for insulating the exterior walls. A home inspector could be asked about thermal imaging and building evaluations. Moisture. Check signs of moisture problems. Where mildew and mold are evident on exterior cladding or where interior walls are damp, there is the possibility that condensation is occurring inside the walls, in the cavities. Moisture problems generally occur in cold weather when outside temperatures and vapor pressures are low and there are a number of water vapor sources within the building. The presence of moisture may be a result of an improperly installed or failed vapor barrier or no vapor barrier at all. If condensation is suspected, an analysis of the wall section in question could be made. This analysis will provide the information necessary to make the needed repairs. Windows and doors. Windows and doors are the most complex elements of a home's exterior and they require monitoring. Exterior doors. Exterior doors should be checked often for their condition, operation, functionality of their hardware. Door types include hinged, single and double doors of wood, steel, aluminum, and plastic with and without glazing. Monitor wood and plastic doors that are not protected from the weather. These doors should be rated for exterior use. In warm climates, 
jealousy doors may also be in use. Make sure the louvers close tightly for weather tightness. Some buildings use glass frame doors of fixed and operable panels that have wood, vinyl covered wood, and aluminum frames. Check the tracks of these sliding doors for dents, breaks, and straightness. Doors should also be monitored for the exterior condition of their frames and seals. Check doors that are not protected from the weather for the presence of essential flashing at the head. Over time, the interior condition and hardware of exterior doors can wear out or fail. And in hurricane regions, exterior doors, especially double doors, should have deadbolt locks with a throw length of no less than an inch. Windows. Window frames, seals, and sashes should be monitored. The interior condition and hardware of windows change over time. In general, there are eight types of windows and six types of frame material used in residential buildings. Frame materials include plastic, aluminum, steel, wood, plastic clad wood, and metal clad, steel or aluminum, wood. Window types include double hung, single hung, casement, horizontal sliding, projected out or awning, projected in, and fixed. In addition to these, there are jalousies, which are glass louvers on an aluminum or steel frame. At older sashes, the glazing compound or putty around the glass panels should be monitored carefully since this is a vulnerable part of the window and its repair is time consuming. Examine glazing tapes or strips around the glass panels in steel or aluminum sashes for signs of deterioration, such as hardened sealant. Check metal sashes for weep holes that have been blocked by paint, sealant, or dirt. Weep holes are usually easy to clean. In hurricane regions, check all windows and glass doors that are not protected by shutters to determine if they have been tested for impact resistance to windborne debris. If they have not been so tested, determine if plywood panels can be installed for their protection at the time of a hurricane warning. Storm windows and doors should be monitored for operation, weather tightness, and overall condition and fit. Check to see if paint, sealant, dirt, or other substances have blocked any weep holes. Opening weep holes is usually easy to do. Blocked weep holes could cause wood rot and water intrusion at the windowsill. Weather stripping. Window and door weather stripping is generally one of three types, metal, foam plastic, or plastic stripping. Each type should have a good fit. Check the metal for dents, bends, or in straightness. Check foam plastic for resiliency and plastic stripping for brittleness and cracks. Make sure the weather stripping is securely held in place. Shutters. Periodically, check the shutter's operation and observe their condition and fit and confirm the adequacy of the shutters for their purpose, including privacy, light control, security, and protection against bad weather. Window shutters are generally one of two types, decorative and functional. Decorative shutters are fixed to the exterior wall on either side of a window. Check the shutter's condition for change and pay attention to its mounting to the wall. Functional shutters are operable and can be used to close off a window. Shutters close to the ground can be examined from the ground. Shutters out of reach from the ground should be examined from inside the house. In hurricane regions, check shutters to see if the shutter manufacturer has certified them for hurricane use. If they provide protection to windows and glass doors, determine if they've been tested for impact resistance to windborne debris.
awnings. The condition of the awnings should be monitored. The attachment to the exterior wall can become loose. Oftentimes, an attachment device in the mortar joint of a brick wall can be easily pulled or slid outward. Windows and glazed exterior doors sometimes have awnings over them, usually for sun control, but sometimes for decoration or protection from the weather. Awnings are usually made of metal, plastic, or fabric on a metal or plastic frame. Some are fixed in place, while others are operable and can be folded up against the exterior wall. If an awning can be used for sun control, its effect on energy conservation is typically a personal judgment. Garage doors. Garage doors should be monitored for operation, weather tightness, overall condition, and fit. Garage doors are made of wood, hardboard on a wood frame, steel, fiberglass on a steel frame, and aluminum. Garage doors come with glazed panes in a wide variety of styles. Wood and hardboard can rot, hardboard can crack and split, and steel can rust, fiberglass can deteriorate from ultraviolet light, and aluminum can dent. Doors with motors should be periodically tested using each of the operators on the system, such as key lock switch or a combination lock pad where control must be accessible on the exterior remote electrical switch, a radio signal switch, or a photoelectric control switch. Check their operation for smoothness, quietness, the speed of operation, and safety. Check for the presence and proper operation of the door safety reversing device. Look at the exposed parts of the installation for loose connections, rust, and bent or damaged pieces. Again, in hurricane regions, make sure the garage door, especially single doors on two-car garage assemblies, door and track, have been tested for hurricane wind loads and have been reinforced. Decks, water, and GFCIs. Decks, porches, and balconies are exposed to the outside elements more than other parts of a home and therefore are more prone to deterioration. So monitor the following. The condition, examine all porch, deck, and balcony supports for components that may become loose or deteriorated. Masonry or concrete piers should remain plumb and stable. Structural connections to the building should remain secure and protected against corrosion and decay. Watch for signs of deflection and deterioration at porch and deck floors. Where the porch floor or deck is close to the level of the interior floor, watch for signs of water infiltration at the door sill. There should be a significant pitch of the porch floor or deck to direct water away from the exterior walls. Exterior water. Exterior hose spigots or hose bibs should be frost proof, especially in cold weather climates. You can't see the frost-proof feature from the outside typically, unlike a traditional hose bib whose valve stem is an inch or two in length. The valve stem for a frost-proof hose bib or silcock could be six to 30 inches long. Thus, the valve is well within the exterior wall and protected from the cold and freezing. GFCIs, all exterior electric receptacles should have GFCI protection. Masonry and metal chimneys. Chimneys should project at least two feet above the highest part of a pitched roof and anything else that is within 10 feet. A chimney should project at least three feet from its penetration from the roof. Required minimum heights may vary slightly. Flues should not be smaller in size than the discharge of the appliance they serve. Unlined chimneys are hazardous and they should be further evaluated by a chimney sweep. 
Flues should extend a minimum of about 4 inches above the top of a masonry chimney surface. Masonry chimneys without hoods should have stone or reinforced concrete caps at the top. Some masonry chimneys have hoods over the flues. Hoods on masonry chimneys consist of stone or reinforced concrete caps supported on short masonry columns at the perimeter of the chimney tops or sheet metal caps supported on short sheet metal columns. If a cement wash or crown on top of a chimney is not properly sloped or is extensively cracked, spalled, or displays rust stains, it should be replaced. Reinforced concrete caps and stone caps with minor shallow spalling and cracking should be repaired. Those with extensive spalling or cracking should be replaced. Sheet metal hood caps with minor rust or corrosion should be repaired, but if rust or corrosion is extensive, replacement is needed. Metal spark screens are sometimes used on wood and coal burning fireplace chimneys. Maintain the condition and fit of spark screens. Dirty or clogged screens adversely affect draft and could be a fire hazard. Where a masonry chimney is located on the side of a pitched roof, a cricket is needed on the higher side to divert water around the chimney. The cricket should extend the full width of the chimney. In seismic zones, there should be bracing of masonry chimneys from the top of the firebox to the cap, and particularly the portion projecting above the roof. Prefab metal chimneys. If the chimney is a prefabricated one, encased in an exterior chase, the chase top should be properly interlocked with the metal chimney's counterflashing so that the assembly in its entirety is watertight. The chimney top should drain water off there should be a rain cap on the top. If the chimney is a prefab, prefabricated metal, and not encased, the adjustable flashing at the roof should be tightly sealed to the chimney, preferably with a counter flashing, and there should be a cap installed. Lightning protection. Lightning is a problem in some locations. The homeowner may want lightning protection on their home. A lightning protection system consists of lightning rods, located on the roof and on projections, such as chimneys, main conductors that connect the lightning rods together and connect them with a grounding system, bonding to metal roof structures and equipment, arresters to prevent power line surge damage, and ground terminals, which are usually rods or plates driven or buried in the earth. An electrician can install lightning surge protectors at the main electrical panel board. InterNACHI Home Inspection Standards of Practice. The inspector will inspect the siding, doors, decks, and steps. The inspection should include a representative number of windows. The inspector is not required to inspect exterior components that are not visible or readily accessible from the ground. Interior chimney flues are beyond the scope of a home inspection. If the house has stucco, the homeowner should consider having the system inspected by a certified stucco inspector.